Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline, including Heather Dinich, who is, uh, Heather, are you there? Let's make sure Heather's here first. I don't think she's ready. Not yet. Oh, okay. Um, by the way, we're asking on the Dr. Pepper call-in line and Twitter feed what 0-1 team should be most concerned going into week two. We had former Packers tight end Jermichael Finley on earlier this morning, and here's what he had to say about Rodgers and the Packers' 0-1 start. That's the National Football League. Uh, each offseason, you got to work like it's the last season, and I just don't see a work ethic in Aaron Rodgers that I have in previous years. And uh, actually, you can see it right through his, his helmet. The eyes and the face tell, tells everything of the personality. And uh, I just don't see it, that NFL hunger and, and just feel hungry to go win another championship. I just think it's cliche and talk um, that, that guys get up there and say, oh, I want to win a championship. Oh, it sounds good, but I want to see what you do on the field. You can, you can set your watch every year. with Jermichael Finley and Greg Jennings going to say something about Aaron Rodgers, Key. Well, I understand what Jermichael Finley is saying about the, the eyes and the facial expressions in the helmet because it can look disinterested, mm-hmm. disinterested, better yet. But that could be such that you are trying to process what's happening to you right before your eyes. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you're not trying to win a championship. It just means at that moment it's like, that, that 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 look that you have on your face, you know, it's like, I can't believe this is going down the way that it is. Uh, do I think Aaron Rodgers is trying to win a championship in Green Bay before he decides what he wants to do in the future? Absolutely. Absolutely, I think he is. Uh, do I think that that game against the New Orleans Saints um, was they were ill-prepared? Yes, I do. Uh, you can tell based on the summer, based on the offseason, based on them not having the, the, the training camp in which they probably should have, new defensive coordinator, just everything. And then they ran up against a buzzsaw. And when you run up against a team that is prepared, that's what you get. It feels like Aaron Rodgers is set up to fail here. And he's kind of set himself up that way uh, by a couple of different factors. Number one, the season he had last year was spectacular, right? Even the miscommunication he had with Matt LaFleur in the NFC Championship game, you're like, man, he would have just punched that ball in. It would have been a different scenario. The way the summer kind of translated with him not going to training camp, him having issues with the front staff, it feels like if he doesn't get back to MVP caliber or if he doesn't get them back to the NFC Championship game, how will you look at Aaron Rodgers? How will you look at this team? Even if his numbers are decent, his numbers are decent, you're like, okay, but it wasn't enough. It does feel like championship or bust. Oh, yes, it is championship so, or like, bust. The, the, amount, the, the amount of pressure that's on him, regardless of whether guys like – you know, Jermichael say things like this or Greg Jennings. That was a lackluster performance. It was an emb- embarrassing performance. Can he bounce back against Detroit? I think they can. But what ceiling does he need to hit as a Packers fan in order for you to say, like, it was worth it? Um, a, I want to talk match. about a, a word Keyshawn used, disinterested. And that word has come to mean. As a matter of fact, people accept the meaning now as meaning uninterested, right? I think I tweeted at the New Yorker because they use disinterested to mean uninterested. The real definition of disinterested is objective. Like a scientist. Well, I don't know that, man. Well, I'm explaining. (laughs) A a scientist, look, but there's a reason I'm bringing it up. By the way, Key, you're technically no longer incorrect, according to most people, to use disinterested to mean uninterested. But the reason I bring it up is this. 
Jermichael Finley is not a disinterested party. He is not objective about this. He has an axe to grind with Aaron Rodgers. Now, I think does, it, it smells it's, that way. It sure does. Yeah. He and Greg Jennings, it feels like there's something yeah. there. I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, now it doesn't mean context wait, on Jermichael, wait, why? Time out. I don't want to say that he's not being honest because that could be your truth. If you're feeling no, a certain it, kind of yeah. way about someone, Absolutely. you have negative stuff. Like, you notice the negative stuff, right? Rodgers may be uninterested in, in, like, what's going on at the moment. That's the conspiracy theory. He doesn't care about this team. He's out. I don't believe that. This is what I think about Aaron Rodgers. The guy is talented in a way no one has ever been except for Patrick Mahomes. This team is going to catch fire at some point this year, in my opinion, and it may be soon. But remember the year he was out? They were out of it, and he said, we're going to win out, and he ran the table seven, eight games in a row. He's capable of doing that, Key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's no – the dude just – he's coming off two NFC Championship game appearances. Jay mentioned Super Bowl bust. Absolutely. He is capable of doing a lot of things. That's why when his name was being floated out there uh, as a possible trade, people was picking up the phone that had quarterbacks. They had San Francisco pick up the phone. Hey, we'll give you the number two pick overall, yeah, right. and we'll also do – you know, we'll also – number three pick overall, and we'll also do this – we just want to know, is he available? The Denver Broncos, hey, what do you want? Mm-hmm. We'll give you the we'll, – we'll let you buy half the stadium. It, it, I get it. I, I just think that what happened last Sunday to them, we won't see happen anymore. I just don't – I can't see that How about this one, happen. guys? As we're talking about it, you, sent, you mentioned Denver. I put my money on Den- – he'll be on Denver next year. I know his wife has ties to the area, right? Girlfriend. And, and, girl, girlfriend, sorry. Denver, I'm just thinking about, could you imagine that division next year? Mahomes, Herbert, Carr, and Aaron Rodgers? Is that the greatest quarterback division? Did you division? use Carr's name? No, well, I'm, 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 did you I'm referring use Carr, to you. Look, did you use Carr's name with Mahomes and Rodgers? No, I'm just no, no, but you know no, what? I'm I don't, messing with you I know, because I people are But But crazy. you know what I would say about that? I would say by the end of this year, it's possible we look at Herbert as the third guy behind Mahomes and Rodgers talent-wise. And if you see Carr as that next-level dude, has there ever been a, 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 a division with that kind of quarterback talent ever in the history of the game? Like, that would be insane. Division with that type of talent. Under center. I know I'm just trying to I'm trying to think uh, from from one to four. Whew. Well, you got the NFC West. With it, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, and Jimmy G. I don't, I don't think Russell. it's quite that. I mean, look, I I'm projecting that. Herbert. I'm saying Herbert picks up where he left off. No, I'm just saying the <laughs> NFC West right now is bananas. Only thing is Jimmy. Well, see, Jimmy, Jimmy G, G gets a bad good. deal, though, man. He just they he gets a he just gets a raw deal. Yeah. He just gets a raw deal. He's all the but like Mahomes. I'm just saying. Man, Mahomes, I mess with Jimmy G when he's healthy. Mahomes, Rodgers, Herbert. At the end of this year, could easily be one, two, three. And you have and you have Carr in that next tier. Herbert is right there. He's right there. He could be one, two, three Ooh. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna be looking at the AFC West like we're looking at the NFC West right I would now. We have Russell number three. I mean, Russell. Yeah, okay, oh, okay. Russell, Russell could be there too, whatever, flip flop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they say tomato, tomato, it's whatever. Yeah. Actually, Key, tomato once upon a time at. No, oh, sorry. God. <laughs> um, you, know, you, you do understand you'd have to change your voice for that. What? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you, you heard it? No, I say you don't switch. have to, though. Oh, I don't have to change my voice? No. Let me see. You know, Key. There you go. Sounds the sounds same. Sounds similar. Same, very similar. Same. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, first of all, this dude thought Boston and New York sounded the same. That was abysmal. I couldn't let Man, him do it. Man, they all sound the no, same. Boston, it? New York. Lies, no. Lies, Boston, New York, Philly. They all sound the same. Jersey, they all sound the same. Jersey and New York, yeah. They all sound the same. Get in the car. Oh, same thing. No. Same thing. Screaming. Say get in the car. Screaming yeah. and hollering. Overly aggressive. All four. Can you imagine Keyshawn comes to a place and he's lived here and he goes overly aggressive? Key is talking about overly aggressive. <laughs> overly aggressive. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hey, man. I, I've seen it like that on the 405. Yes, because he's stuck in the No, no, LA is you more laid back. After, like, you are busy looking around like a damn tourist instead of driving on the highway. Because I'll be reading papers and reading books while driving. <laughs> and <laughs> like, our yeah, Tesla. you reading a book in a Tesla? <laughs> Going 10 miles an hour reading I saw, a book? I, I literally saw a dude sleeping. I had to get away from him. Because <laughs> otherwise, you know. No, and the Tesla will start beeping at you to tell you it to put was, your hand it on the wheel. It was literally, he was. I'm not saying I know that from personal uh, knowledge. He was but. sleeping in the Tesla. Yeah. Careful. Like really sleep. Yeah, careful. I was, was like. Was it the autonomous Tesla? I, it was a Tesla. That's all I know. I it was it was not cool to be sleeping in the car. I don't give a damn what the computer Not unless say. you're being driven. Exactly. But this was a computer. <laughs> not by the car. Not, not the by car. a computer. <laughs> no. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, uh, Oregon's upset win in Columbus over Ohio State is the celebratory moment of the week brought to you by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate. Championship savings for the win. And Heather Dinich was there, and she's with us now. Heather, are you with us now? I tried. Uh, yeah, there she is. I tried to intro you like 10 minutes ago. Got a little confused. Um, what'd you take away from Oregon's win, Heather? Well, a couple things. One, Ohio State's defense really needs to be fixed. And Ryan Day said yesterday that he's going to do things to make changes defensively. Because if he doesn't, they're not a top four team. This was the monumental win for Oregon. And what it did was it made things really difficult for Ohio State to get into the college football playoff. Because, guys, that selection committee, they are going to use Oregon's win over Ohio State a head-to-head as a tiebreaker if it comes down to it. And, you know, while you have Oregon and Clemson both in struggling leagues and weak conferences, what Oregon has now that Ohio State doesn't and Clemson doesn't is a statement win. And at the end of the day, that could separate them in the top four and keep Ohio State and Clemson out. Heather, Coach Day did say that there's going to be some things happening on the defensive side of the ball. Does that mean Kerry Coombs is going to be relieved of his duties? He would not say that. He said that he is still the defensive coordinator. What Ryan Day was coy about was who's going to be calling the defensive plays. And Ryan's an offensive guy, so you would assume it's not going to be him. But that's... uh yet to be seen. We'll see how that shakes out, but they have got to get pressure. Guys, every time I looked up, CJ Verdell was running, breaking loose. You know, there was no pressure on their quarterback, Anthony Brown. I want to say they had one tackle for loss, zero sacks in that game. So that's not a championship caliber defense, as you guys know. So we'll see what happens with, with Kerry. The thing is, is everyone in that program loves that guy. High energy, great recruiter. So it's Ryan said it wasn't awkward, but there are tough conversations that have to be had. Mm. Heather, you know, sometimes we ask to give rankings like, hey, rank your top four teams, you know, that you think will make the college football playoffs. But I don't want to know that. I, I want to know who are your top four teams in the country, just the best four teams 
in college basketball despite in college football despite rankings. So right now, the best four teams are Alabama and Georgia. You have to start there because apparently it doesn't matter who Georgia's quarterback is. Their defense is good enough to win it all. And then I have Oregon and Oklahoma. And I say Oregon because nobody, nobody has a better win than them in the country right now. And offensively, they were spectacular. I mean, Joe Moorhead, their offensive coordinator, he won the chess match. And then I'm going to put Oklahoma in that category because they put it all together. Um, I would expect them to win the Big 12. It's OU or bust, especially considering how flat Iowa State um, looked against no, Iowa. No for Oregon either. I still think Stroud's going to win that game. I still believe he's going to win that game. I haven't given up on that game yet. I just felt like he was going to come back on it. Heather, how likely is it we get two, more than two SEC teams in the college football playoff? Okay, hold on a minute now. More than two SEC teams. I, I'm not buying it. Look, when the selection committee put out its very first ranking, I mean very first in 2014, there were three SEC teams in it. Didn't last. Um, they did it, and they can certainly do it again. I'm not saying it'll never happen. But at the end of the day, conference championships do matter in that room. Like I said, it's one of the tiebreakers along with head-to-head -head results. So if you have Alabama and Georgia in there, even if you have a one-loss Clemson, a one-loss Ohio State, um, Oklahoma, I think those teams still would get the nod over another SEC team that did not win its conference title. And probably in this case, as we're talking about it, not even its division, right? Because you're talking about A&M, Alabama would beat them. You're talking about Florida, Georgia would probably beat them. Heck, Alabama's going to beat them this weekend. So I, th I think the chances are slim. And I know everybody's all high on the SEC because they've got all these ranked teams. Well, nobody's really played anybody either. It's going to sort itself out. Heather, because of certain circumstances, I have to remove myself from this next question. Jay Will wants to ask you a question uh, at the bottom of our chart. I have to remove myself from it, though. Yes, he's remaining objective. Uh, who is going to be the next head coach at USC, Heather? Wow, if I had that power, I would probably pick Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Um, you know, he's got a connection with USC's AD. He's, I mean, he's one of the top coaches in the country right now, and he's done a great job at Cincinnati. And shoot, I had them in my top four a week ago, and I go back to the Georgia game last year. They were right there. Um, so, yeah, I think he makes a lot of sense. Um, you've got to pick up the phone and call Mario Cristobal. I mean, he's, he's a fantastic coach with an SEC background. You could see that in his team and the way they played against Ohio State and what he's done there and developed there. So, I think Fickle, Cristobal, I know James Franklin is a popular name at Penn State. He's done a great job, another charismatic guy who's a great recruiter. But if, if I'm calling the shots, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try Fickle. Heather, are you saying if I'm calling the shots, are you alluding to somebody here on set that maybe has a chance to call the shots? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> again, again, Heather, I, again, I have to remove myself from this conversation. I did see the video clip that you were in full support of this this firing and the way it went down. I know everybody loves Clay Helton. You won't find a person, I mean, at least I haven't, who's said one bad thing about the guy. So I did see that you were in support of the move. I'd be curious to see who you think the next great, person hey, should be. Hey, Heather, Heather, great guy. Wonderful guy. Love him to death. But it was certainly time for our program to change leadership and move in another direction.
to be continued. Mm. Mm. The great Heather Dinish, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by Eckrick Smoked Sausage, the real MVP of any tailgate. Pick it up at your local grocer. Thank you, Heather. Thanks, Heather. Um, Thanks. All right. You heard a lot of names that Heather threw out. Now there I have to remove to myself from this conversation. No, you don't. Let's hear another one. This is Reese Davis, college game day host, of course, ESPN College Football Podcast, on who SC should consider. If I were Mike Bonin, you're going to hear a lot about Luke Fickle, and rightfully so because he hired him at Cincinnati. If I were in that chair making the choice, the first thing I would do is go and make Matt Rule convince me that he's happy in the NFL, and I would make him say no. Now, if he does, then we move on from there. You hear Fickle, you hear Rule. How do you, how do you respond to those names? Well, I think, I think that they're, they're, they're names, right? Uh, they are names, Fickle has true. done a tremendous job at, at Cincinnati. I'm sure he'll get some consideration because of the relationship that he has with the athletic director. Uh, Matt Rule is, is, a, is a record-breaking contract with the Carolina Panthers who left Baylor, Temple to Baylor, Baylor to the NFL for a reason. He's not going back to college football. I mean, you just you – know, not right now. He can always do that. Um, so, you know, at USC – You've got to remember, USC is one of the top programs in the country. Despite recent records and whatnot, we are not settling for any coach just because. We're not doing that anymore. We've done that many times over. We're trying to get to where Alabama's at. We're trying to get to where Clemson is in Ohio State, in any other Oklahoma. We want to be there. So, for us, we need somebody that can get us there. Now, I don't know if those guys can get us there or not. I don't know who, who it's going to be. But Alabama, when they went and got Nick Saban, they didn't just go get – they went and got Nick damn Saban. Okay? They told him, just chill in Miami. We're going to send the plane down there, and we want you to come back and coach us. So, I'm sure we got our eyes set on some people that's out there that makes some sense. Now – Jay, Key, we played player brand the other day, and you said SC is one of the top programs in the country. It is one of the top brands in the country, but isn't the point of all this to get the player to where the brand is, right? That, and, and you're going to have to take you – took you, you mentioned the last hire, which you supported, and you also supported the firing, of Helton was to stabilize. Yes, now it's time to take – there, are there any more steps between stability and trying to get to where the top programs presently are, or does this coach have to take you directly there? I think the next coach has got to take us directly there. Uh, a guy like uh, Mario Cristobal has done a tremendous job at Oregon, right? That's just a name, whatever. But you look at Oregon's program and what they've been able to do. USC has certain resources. Southern California, Southern damn California, yeah. L.A. Yeah. It ain't Eugene, Oregon. There's a reason those quarterbacks <laughs> stay for their 50. Is there a 60-year I can stay yeah, for? It, so you got a 70-year. So a guy like that makes a little sense. But we got to talk because Phil Knight ain't going to let him walk out the door. Right. So at some point, money's going to factor into it. And I understand we got goo gogs of money. We can do what we want to do. But at some point, you got to make sense of everything. Um. You know, 
of the Iowa State coach, Coach Campbell. Might might make sense because he might be a hell of a coach in just a Ames, Iowa, wherever it's at. Uh-huh. It's not Southern California. It's a diff- if I drop him in Southern California, courses for courses. It, it's yeah. it's a different recruiting base. You know, when we get guys coming from Florida and recruits in Texas around the country, New Jersey, we, we recruited New Jersey. We took Cushing's. He's landed in L.A. He wasn't coming back. So it's a different. Well, you just named the you just named the four talent pools in this country, you right? Know? You got you got Southern California, Florida, Texas, and Jersey. That's yeah. where you get a, and, most and, of the talent. And when you bring them dudes to L.A. and you drop them off, they ain't going back. That's why it's important to get them on the plane. They brought me is back this, to New York, kicking and screaming. Is this the last? Well, they won't have to. Never mind. Is this the last <laughs> hire for the athletic director, Mike Bone? You think? Is well, this, his, this last... is his first hire. Okay. So oh, that's right. It's his first yeah. hire, and if he gets it right, then he's a golden he's golden child. If he what doesn't about, get it right, if he doesn't get it right, he's still got five years to okay. figure it out. I mean, by then he might retire. Yeah, who Remember knows? Paul Feinbaum suggested on this show yesterday was James Franklin, Penn State, was getting his Nittany Lions ready for a huge top twenty-five matchup with the Auburn Tigers. Uh, ESPN's College Game Day is going to be there, by the way. How? Well, here's how Franklin addressed the rumors. Listen to this. As you guys know, I can't stand in any form of distraction. Um, so I'll discuss this today with the leadership council so that we can make sure that all of our energy and uh, our, all of our energy is on our preparation for Auburn. Uh, and that's how, that's how we'll handle it. That's not really a denial, Key. A denial on what front? Well, I mean, it sounds like a dude who'd like the job. <laughs> Again, there's many people out there in college football and in the NFL would like to coach at USC doesn't mean that he's a target for us. Um, he's done a tremendous job at Penn State at winning games, and I think he even has one or two upsets over Ohio State. Um, I'm sure we will take a look at it. Kick the tires? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll take a look at it. doesn't mean that that look-see is going to lead to anything. Um, again, we got a lot of, you know, several months to, to kind of Ideally, okay, it. let's do this. I hate to sound like a... Before Coach we move on, let's do this. What are you looking for? What's who's your ideal candidate? <laughs> over here laughing at me. I'm just letting you go, dog. <laughs> no you names. Know your school better than anybody. <laughs> no names, but very your, careful. Your <laughs> ideal candidate would be what? A guy from the area? Of, Not necessarily, because Pete Carroll wasn't from the area. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm saying a guy who's good with the alumni, who's a strong recruiter. In Southern California, especially in the inner closer, city, right? Closer. A closer where you're not going to lose these recruits to, you know, the, the power programs. Need Anything a closer? Else? Need a closer? Need somebody who can coach. Yeah, I was about to say, can't, <laughs> doesn't he have to coach? <laughs> got to coach. Got to coach them up. Got to develop the talent. Because every single year we're recruiting the same players that the top programs are recruiting. We're recruiting DJU. We're recruiting Bryce Young. But we didn't close them. Remember, Max. T.J. Stroud is in Ohio. We recruited him, or we didn't recruit him. You know, Michael Wright, a cornerback at Oregon, is one of the top five corners in college football. There's no way in hell he's supposed to be playing for Oregon. Just um, not gonna, it just makes no sense. Speaking right of Hollywood, speaking of Hollywood, is the Hollywood kind of debut for Brandon Staley and the Chargers. He joins us after Jay has this from O'Reilly. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts. Advice from the professional parts people and their free loaner tool program. There's no need to purchase a tool if you're only going to use it once. Your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required at the time of rental. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and ask about their free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Hey, it's Greeny Wednesday. We're steamrolling towards week two of the NFL season. I'll have Rob Ninkovich in my studio talking about the Bears and Patriots and Matt Berry with the fantasy advice you need. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Yep. Brandon Staley, Chargers head coach with us now. Coach, um, that was quite a debut as a head coach. I want to get into Justin Herbert's performance, but let's start out with, like, what grade would you give yourself in your debut, Coach? Oh, guys, um, being really tough, uh, I would say about a B, you know, B first-time operation. I didn't like what uh, happened at the end of the half. Uh, you know, we had the rougher and the passer penalty. We had a lot, you know, we had played a really good half defensively and offensively. And uh, we, we gave up a field goal at the end of the half, um, you know, roughing the passer. And then uh, felt like, you know, we could have been tighter in coverage. We kind of allowed a loose play step up. And then, you know, he stepped up, threw it out of bounds, you know, threw it to a guy in the flat, kind of got out of bounds, stopped the clock. And I felt like, you know, I could have done a better job coaching in that situation. But, um, you know, in the second half, uh, guys, I felt like our guys really hung tough. We kind of lost some momentum in the third quarter. Uh, and then in the fourth quarter, you know, kind of had those back-to-back turnovers. Uh, and then we were able to really respond. You know, defensively, we shut them out in the fourth quarter. And then offensively, uh, you know, as you know, that last drive was, was huge. And that defense that we played against is really, really good. And I felt like our offense really competed. I felt like the score wasn't quite reflective of, how productive our offense was both in the run game and in the pass game. But I felt like, you know, our execution, you know, I think can improve a lot guys. That's why I give us a B, but I know that we played as hard as we could play. And I felt like we played as a team and I felt like that's why we won the game. I know Max asked you coach about the grade or whatnot. And I'm going to use a different word and I'm going to ask you something totally different, not nervous, 
but were you scared? You personally, as a first-time head coach in your first game. I was excited as a competitor, definitely not scared. I've been preparing my whole life uh, for you know that, that game and really every other game, and that's the type of environment that I wanted to create around here. Keyshawn, as you know, the game is just an expression of every day as a competitor, and I feel like that's what we try to do here uh, is treat every day like game day uh, and where it's not some – you know, day that stands out where you feel differently. You know, we want to create that environment where we're competing all the time and we have that type of level of focus, uh, that standard of performance. And, and I really felt like our guys were ready to play Keyshawn. I mean, I felt like uh, you don't go 14 and 19 on third down on the road against one of the top three or four or five defenses in the league. And I don't think that you, you know, put a roof over coverages and hold a team to 130 yards passing in the NFL. If, if you're not ready to play, uh, we had a rookie kicker make all of his kicks. And I felt like, we played seven rookies in the game, and, uh, you know, I felt like our guys, you know, were ready to go nose-to-nose, and, and, and we needed to be because that team's really well-coached, and, and they got a lot of good personnel. So, um, Keyshawn, I, I, that's what probably was the takeaway for me was that we were ready to go on the road and, and, and play, and, and I was proud of our guys that way. That's what's up, though. See, now I'm pumping my fist because, see, I can play for him. No doubt. No, there's no question. Brandon I Staley, Chargers head coach, you're getting, you're getting amped. No, yeah, because yeah. he's, he's telling me what I want to hear from a coach, not this whole coach speak stuff. Like double no, talk. No, he's, no yeah, double talk. Yeah. Coach, speaking of double talk, Justin Herbert's performance on Sunday, how impressed were you with that? Well, the position that you used to play, um, guys like you really like guys like him. Um, he plays with great rhythm and timing. You want to talk about fearless? He is fearless. As a quarterback, uh, what he can do is he can play. When I say play rhythm and timing, he doesn't need it to be perfect rhythm and timing key. Like he plays in perfect rhythm and timing a lot, but then you know how it is. If it's press or it's bump and Keyshawn, you know, it, uh, you know, like Keenan's having him, you know, to take a little bit longer on a route, he can hang on that back foot and wait that extra count and then rip it um, because Keenan's going to get open. But you know how it is. Sometimes quarterbacks will get off it if it's not there right away. Well, he'll be able to hang and then he'll be able to deliver. Uh, and I felt like against that front, that tells you a lot about a quarterback is normally when you play a front like that, they speed you up. Well, he was never sped up in that game. And our protection plan had a lot to do with that. Our offensive line, you know, their first time together played well. Uh, but I felt like Justin really competed in the game, um, made a lot of big time throws, uh, then made a lot of just workmanlike throws that you need to, you know, get completions against a team like that. And then the other thing is, you know, he had that like kind of that unlucky interception and that's kind of what it was, unlucky interception. But the guy comes off the sideline, and the guy is completely unfazed. And that's what our guys like about him is that, hey, he's going to keep playing. And that's what he did on that last drive. And, and he had four big conversions and uh, really proud of him. And there's a lot of work to do um, moving forward. Coach, I know that you're, you're now 1-0. Uh, and I, I know how big of a victory that was for you guys, especially to do it on the road in D.C. But, you know, I, I feel like that day was also – I was reading an article about that was a meaningful day for you. I, you lost your mom in 2004 – uh, on that day that you won your first NFL game, like what kind of emotions were you feeling around that whole thing in general? Well, guys, as you guys know, storylines like that, um, you know, they're, they're, they're good ones. Um, and it, you know, it, it was not lost on me that it was her birthday in my first game. So there was kind of poetic justice there, but my mom would never have wanted me to make that day about her. Okay. And that's why she was so amazing. She would have wanted that day to be about our players 
and us playing as well as we can play, competing as well as we could compete, and that's exactly what we did. And she would have been proud of that. And she also would have said, you know, you got a lot of things to fix, brother. <laughs> so you better get on that plane and get to it, you know. And um, and that's why she was also amazing. So, um, you know, it was a big day. It was a special one, obviously, fellas. I, I'll remember it for, you know, a long time. And um, I'm really glad that we could get the win and, and not the other side of it. Brandon Staley, Los Angeles Charger, head football coach, trying to take over L.A.'s fan base with the Chargers joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Let me ask you this, Coach, on Asante Samuel Jr. Does he remind you, and I know I know he's a little bit shorter than Jalen Ramsey, but pretty much lengthwise, he's probably as long as Jalen Ramsey. Does he remind you of Jalen to some degree, given the fact that you coached him last year? Yeah, uh, Asante Samuel has got the dog in him that Jalen Ramsey respects. And Jalen Ramsey doesn't respect very many people. Uh, so he's got the dog in him that, that you got to have at that position. He's a competitor. He's got real instincts for the position. Uh, and as a rookie, he didn't look like one out there. He looked like he belonged. Uh, had a penalty that was kind of unfortunate. Comes right back. Ends up forcing a, a turnover. Um, you know, late in the game with an awesome cracker place tackle. And he just has that real toughness. And we're still working to polish his game. And learn about the NFL, but this guy will go nose to nose with you. And I think what Jalen would respect is that Jalen respects you when you got the mindset. Okay. It's the competitive mindset. And then if you can think the game too, people don't realize how smart Jalen Ramsey is. This guy's one of the smartest defensive or football players you could coach. And that's how Asante is going to be. He's really smart. And so when you got real toughness and then you got, you know, the, the smarts, then you got a chance and, He's also a guy that's always working at his game. He's a gym rat. So we're excited about him. He's at the beginning, Keyshawn. You know, they're going to keep coming at him, as you know. Um, but uh, I like coaching the guy. Week two's coming up. It's big against the Dallas Cowboys as they try to invade Los Angeles with a high-octane passing game and a plethora of wide receivers and skill position players. How do you slow down Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Gallup and those guys on an offensive side of the ball? Well, this Zeke Elliott guy is really, really good, too. Um, and I think what's get lost in, in all the production in the passing game, um, and it, it happened to him last year, too, is that, you know, they got one of the top, you know, two, three, four, or five backs in the entire league, and they got a line that's, that's really, really good. Tyron Smith's healthy. He's one of the best tackles of the last decade, and Zach Martin's one of the best guards of the last decade. So they got a lot of good players. And then, it, as you mentioned, Key, it starts with Dak, you know, uh, just being such a distributor and – awesome comeback story and, and he played fantastically in the first game and I think what you got to be able to do against uh, that team is you got to play with real physicality because they challenge your physicality outside inside every level of your defense you got to play with physicality against this team uh, and then you got to be able to put a roof over the explosions in this game because they can they can get the explosions Keyshawn in a lot of ways and they can get them to a lot of different people when you have wide outs tight ends and a back like that and you got a quarterback that can kind of create loose plays off schedule you got to really keep them in front of you and um so you know it's, it's going to be a challenge and, and that's what we got to get to right after i get off this phone call <laughs> key wants you at sc i think coach uh this is a probably do a damn good job there too this is a quarterback coach league the nfl if you get those two things right boy you go a long way and 
it's early, early, Coach, but, oh, my money's on you and Justin Herbert for a long time. Coach Brandon Staley, thank you for joining us today, Coach. Guys, guys, have a great morning, guys. Great to be with you. Uh, Yeah, you're right, Key. Some dudes, you can listen to them talking, though. Yeah, Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. Yeah. Come on, man. What you need me to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Get in line on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What 0-1 team should be most concerned going into week two? By the way, one team is 0-1 and facing a Super Bowl contender. Our concern level after Jay has this from Indeed. Running your own business requires a lot of running around. From bookkeeping to client meetings, you run it all, all the time. So by the time you need to hire, you run out of energy. Luckily, with Indeed Instant Match, you immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description the moment you sponsor the job. How nice is that? According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Hiring can finally run smoothly with Indeed. To learn more, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Just incredible stuff. It's an amazing chemistry that they have. For us to be able to step up on the on the deep ball, it was as perfect as you as you could land. There's nothing we can't do, and so we got a lot of guys that can catch the football and make plays. Um, we can get better. That's a good thing. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Although we don't forget to catch this just in on ESPN. 2 p.m. Eastern with a very, very handsome articulate host goes by the name Max Kellerman uh one segment on that show we did yesterday was called zero to the max and we're talking about like panic meter so you get zero 50 I mean I'm not worried at all zero 50 yeah, I'm kind of concerned and to the max I'm real concerned zero 50 or to the max can we should we play it here one yeah. play zero I was just jamming out the, the key and I were just Do dancing you to Michael remember Johnson the time? yeah man yeah. all right uh the Colts play the Rams Week two, zero fifty or to the max concern, Key. For who? who? The Colts or the Rams? Yes, yeah, for Colts. Who? The Colts? Yeah. Max. Yeah. It's a wrap, man. They're going <laughs> to lose. I know the Rams. The Rams are a good football team. Matthew Stafford, in, in, for now, in week one, has me convinced that he has the Rams in the explosive pass game headed in the right direction. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not convinced that Carson Wentz has the Colts headed in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, Max, I just think of that old line and Carson Wentz, if he – 
got sacked seven. I mean, sacked four times, got hit over seventeen times. That's going to be more with the Rams. Imagine if you got hit seventeen times. It, it's to the max. And let me explain the difference here. Colts have everything but a quarterback. They take a second round pick, whatever it is. They try Carson Wentz. The Rams meant business. They're like, we have everything but the quarterback. That could be a one. That could be a one. But the Rams went ahead, took a former number one overall, been to two Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl, two more firsts and a third to get the dude they wanted. That's the difference in these two teams. Uh, The Browns, zero after that loss, zero, 50 or to the max concern, Key. Zero. Zero. I'm not not concerned with them at all. They went up against a tough Kansas City Chief team in Arrowhead Stadium. You're playing Patrick damn Mahomes, man. It's just you, you did well. This is one of those win or losses that you take and you ride back and you think about the little things that you didn't do right and you say to yourself, I'm going to see y'all again. Zero. I'm, see y'all. Zero. Zero. I'm not concerned about them at all. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. All in America's best network, Straight Talk Wireless. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. Key? Zero fifty or to the max on the Packers. Zero. Not worried about week one. No practicing, no nothing. Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things. He'll bounce back. Very similar to the Browns. Zero. The Browns. I mean, sometimes the best remedy is the next team on your schedule. And I mean, the Browns have the Texans and Lions. the Green. Huh? No, Browns. Oh. Yeah, yeah Browns, Browns have the Texans and then Green Bay has Detroit. So I'm, z- I'm zero for different reasons on the Packers. Even if they lose some games early, they're in the north, and they got Aaron Rodgers, which means at some point they're going to catch fire. I don't believe in those other teams. Vikings, zero, 50, or two the max, Key. 50. I'm worried about them. Ever since the, 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 what was it, the Minnesota miracle, they haven't been the same. Yeah. I mean, damn, they haven't been the same. Jay? Wasn't Joe Burrow coming off an injury? It's not like he's a 10-year veteran, yeah. only in his second year. I mean, weren't people talking about the Vikings saying, like, who else in that division can actually, you know, try to compete against Green Bay? I mean, it's max for it. Max for the Vikings. I'm, I'm 50 on the Vikings because I don't care much about them, to be honest. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but I do think they're, they're in a little bit of trouble, so I'll give them a 50. Bears, 0 50 or to the max, Key. 50 for now because <laughs> going to zero pretty soon. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's max if that's the case, right, but I was going to say 50 for now because Andy Dalton could do something against Cincinnati, but if he doesn't and they stay with him, max mm-hmm. all the way out. And what if they, they, tra- they, they make the move? Then I'm going back to 50. To 50. Go ahead, Jay. There's some teams in some markets that are just always max, right? right. Like LA's <laughs> always max. New York is always max. Chicago, to me, is another one of those teams, especially in football, always max. Especially when you have Matt Nagy and that whole debacle going on. I'm going to zero because they're going to put Justin Fields in there eventually, and these guys are going to be just fine, in my opinion. We got about 30 seconds. Cowboys, zero fifty or to the max key. Zero to the division. Zero. I'm at a 50. Division is terrible. I don't know if the Cowboys win it. The Cowboys haven't won a couple of bad divisions recently. They got a quarterback for sure. Best team. How about the rest of it? Best team. Should I sneak in? 20 seconds. No, go ahead. Sneak in, sneak in a promo for your show from 2 to 3. All right. Thank you for that. There it is. This Justin with Max Kellerman. That would be me. Weekdays, 2 p.m. here on ESPN. Greenies next. We're back tomorrow. Bill Parcells joins us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Nice job, Key. I'm Max Kellerman.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.